0: This episode of Lakers-Venice is sponsored by one very simple statement. Let's go Rams. ooh Venice, what up? If you didn't know, now you know that it is 70 degrees, and that, of course, is a broken record. But Mardi Gras begins on February 1st, finally returning from pandemic restrictions in New Orleans, and, of course, here in the sister city of Venice and all over the world. And, oh, yes, the Super Bowl. On the day before Valentine's Day, right up the street there in Inglewood. Sure, there'll be plenty of run over that comes through Venice. But uh, hope your significant others like football or hangovers and cleanup. (laughs) We. But we handle this Venice portion of the show quickly because. If you didn't know, now you do know that you and all of Lakers' family are now fully immersed in the Russell Westbrook experience. Ooh, ooh, ooh wee. So please, buckle your seatbelts and refer to our episode, The Little Things, to hear the importance of our hometown heroes, good works in the community, and as an example, because we love us some Russell Westbrook. He is a real one, as we say. And thus, since he is a real one, we ain't pulling no punches on the little homie. And as such, we will begin by mentioning that in the open of the season, Mr. Westbrook said that he could have 20 turnovers. <laughs> and ain't nobody going to do nothing. Well, uh, in literature, uh, I do believe that we call this foreshadowing. And if you ask me, all of the quotes from the team about amounted to how the season has started out thus far. See episode three for that. Season two. But as far as Mr. Westbrook, the statistics look good aside from leading the league in turnovers and perhaps air balls. (laughs) The great Mr. Westbrook has even gotten hung once that we've seen thus far this year. Uh, hung, known by others as blocked by the rim. And I have actually seen a varsity basketball player quit in the middle of a game (laughs) because of the uh, embarrassment and difficulty and pride of dealing with getting hung in the middle of a Friday night hyped up basketball game in high school. But, Let me say this loud and clearly like Nate Dogg. Russell Westbrook is very much worth having on this team. And number two, this Laker team can win a championship with Russell Westbrook this year. Granted, having a grade A version of Anthony Davis and The kid from Akron. And third, Russell Westbrook is a top 75 player in the history of the NBA. And Russell Westbrook could end up in the top 20 or better. Now, could you imagine Russell Westbrook in the top 10 of NBA players all time? ooh we? A lot of cans, a lot of coulds, but it is to a certain extent right there in front of him. Pretty crazy. But especially with AD with him, anything's possible. And perhaps stated better, why not? But now, on balance. On balance in the last three to four minutes of any particular game. As I like to put it, Russ puts on his white tee, his dickies, and his L.A. gear boots with the blue laces, of course. And he sees a lot of red in front of him. Now, we tie that together with the game just recently against the Charlotte Hornets and which Miles Bridges, who was guarding, Mr. Westbrook said that he figured Russ would shoot the three with the Lakers down two points at the end of the game. And also, of note, Bridges also got under Mr. Westbrook's skin with a little trash talk just prior. Now, it does very much sound to me in the world of gamesmanship that that just might be a setup. Perhaps purposeful, or sometimes just how life tests us, since life knows us best. But post game, Mr. Westbrook said it was win or go home when he took the final shot. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> and it uh, sounded like to me, like some gangster shit. which uh, can and will be used against you in the court of basketball. As uh, King T said in his uh, great hip hop song, Mr. Westbrook just might've got played like a piano. Because the two things Charlotte didn't want in that game was Russ going to the hole or to do what it was that he did recently against the Dallas Mavericks for the win. I personally thought in the Charlotte game, he could have done a little something to uh, rifle the ball over to um, Carmelo Anthony, who uh, was waiting there and drooling um, for a pretty long, but a three-pointer he could step into. But in that game, Mr. Westbrook demonstrated one change that would help make him a top 10 or 20 player of all time. And that is, Russell Westbrook could very much be the king of the walk-off assist versus, uh, as we say, going out like O-Dog reference to the movie Menace to Society by the Hughes Brothers, which was about the culture of things in the housing projects of Los Angeles and the culture of streetball in Los Angeles was not too far from that tree. But also, that culture was already kind of set with what I believe was a massive influence by the one and only Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson went hard to the cup, like a Michigan construction worker's son. And he used that speed and dominance to set up his teammates. Magic was big and big on his rebounds and used his shot put jumper just enough, but not too much. And so I ask you, have you ever seen Russell Westbrook play basketball? As a matter of fact, I'll give you a list of some Southern California point guards. Jason Kidd, the Ball Brothers, the Collison Brothers, perhaps even Jordan Farmar. But all very take-it-to-the-cup point guards. Now stir in a little Michael Jordan, a little six-four world-class athleticism, and a whole lot of Long Beach in the 90s. And what you get is what you saw happen to Rudy Gobert. And this from the 32-year-old version of Mr. Westbrook. Respect. We called it the gauntlet. And that's what it was. You went to the cup hard. You jumped up. And you are grateful to still be here today. No fouls, no injuries, and you couldn't wait to get the ball back to do it again. Now, that was the fun part. The more daunting part was trying to make passes like Magic Johnson or dribble up the court as dominantly as Magic. And this is where many a messy comedy unfolded. Because at that Magic Johnson pace, there was a lot of room for mistakes and turnovers in streetball. And so, surprise, surprise. Guess who will likely supplant Mr. Magic Johnson for per-game turnovers in his career? Mm Mm-hmm. This also could help Mr. Westbrook to see what championships can do for your career resume because you don't quite hear as much about LeBron or Magic or Kobe's prodigious turnovers, all in the top 10, Magic being number 12, LeBron being number one. And obviously, a couple of those shiny trophies would likely do the same for, or do a lot, for Russell Westbrook's Mount Rushmore application. But yes, Mr. Westbrook's turnovers, not counting the air balls. Okay, counting the air balls. But all together are a special brand of dazzling miscues. And as far as the why, we'll get to that. But to give an L.A. streetball scenario, it's like imagine you're on the court and you get a really good athletic player on your team. But he dribbles the ball off of his foot like three or four times. All right. And then one shot to go along with the four air balls that he already shot, ricochets off the back of the backboard and went into Miss Duckworth's yard with that big mean-ass dog. (laughs) Now, on top of that, my man got hung. And the cherry on top, literally, <laughs> as he threw the ball across court in a pass that sailed over everybody's head and hit the damn ice cream man. Now, come on, bruh. Which might call for the rare emergency on-court street ball huddle where the spokesperson would say something like, Look, bruh, now I didn't had to give up my steak sandwich so we could distract the dog and get the ball out of Miss Duckworth's yard. We all didn't pitch in to pay the ice cream man a little something for his damages. And the ball is still sticky from the chocolate sauce. Now, all I'm saying, bruh, is that the next bucket wins and you're still calling for the ball. But if you dribble that ball off your foot one more again, (laughs) it's going to be some smoke in the city. Now let's go. (laughs) But I can make that joking scenario because in the culture of L.A. style streetball, there was always that one. That one individual, that football player playing basketball and wrecking everything in sight including the ice cream man. And this individual across the board was known as Tragic Johnson. And I, like many, have several Tragic Johnson credits to the days of my life. (laughs) A football and track star playing basketball. Which physically and monetarily speaking, is a supremely brilliant choice by UCLA's finest, Mr. Russell Westbrook. So now to the deeper why that some of those tragic Johnson things happen. Little discussed. But here we get to draw upon the wisdom of one Phil Jackson and our beloved... Kobe being Bryant. Because one of the minor but major rare basketball shortcomings of both Mr. Bryant and Mr. Westbrook, drum roll, drum roll if I had one, is that it is a slight disadvantage when you cannot really palm a basketball. Which makes what we see Mr. Westbrook do that much more of a high wire ballet than most people are paying attention to or giving credit for. Takes a lot of work. There's all type of extra momentum and quantum physics to the whole operation. Now, Michael Jordan, by comparison, he could probably palm a Tesla. So when you stir that basketball dribbling degree of difficulty for a tall dude like Mr. Westbrook and you add the hard-handed, hard-charging, hard-shooting style of L.A. ball and then finally add a ratcheted-up pressure of the last three minutes of the game, Mr. Westbrook has to be a little extra careful and the game-winning shot would probably be better from someone who shoots that thing like butter in their sleep. Unless you can get to the hole and do what you did to Rudy Gobert, which, like that one really fast receiver on the football team, the other team has to respect. And someone probably is going to need to come help which creates the king of the walk-off assist. We've already seen it. If Mr. Westbrook could just uh, see a little blue in those moments instead of red, I think it might help. And I'll squeeze this in really quickly, and I'll just say it in a statement. You just can't really tell me that Patrick Beverly can play better defense than Russell Westbrook physically as an athlete. No for Mr. Westbrook to add that Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, even uh, Austin Reeves uh, ability to really finish defensive plays wherever it's required across the floor. Well, he has the athleticism for it, but, Finally, finally, and perhaps the biggest talking point of them all here is that Blue makes me think of the Bruce Lee quote, be like water. And it seems that perhaps Mr. Westbrook, Mr. James and Mr. Davis just might possibly be, though I wish it weren't so, like oil and water. But Mr. Westbrook has already been on a team which bears the possible historic solution because when the stars aligned and he played together with James Harden and Kevin Durant and Oklahoma City drum roll again James Harden future MVP was leader of the second unit not bench second unit very important A Michael Jordan quote says, and I think it was a Steph Curry interview that he did. You have to give up bits and pieces of who you are for the benefit of the team. Now, Russell Westbrook, leading the second unit, would open things up for the entire team and immediately become the biggest game planning problem in all of sports outside of COVID and life itself, of course. And the championships that could result from that change would uplift his favorite word, his teammates, more than he could ever imagine. That word uplift, that's always been a big one in L.A. culture. But it would also thrust him into that top 20 resume Borderline NBA Mount Rushmore. A Russ renaissance, if you will. Now in Kobe's latter years of his career, he sought to convert his aura to the nickname of Vino. Hopefully not related. I see that Mr. Westbrook has picked up a new endorsement deal with Hennessy. <laughs> and you know how we close. Respect and honor out to all the artists that make Venice, Venice, and when in Venice for the Super Bowl or Mardi Gras. Please pick up your litter, dispose of it properly, show your love, and put some respect on the great L.A. street ball name of Tragic Johnson ooh